asking him round for tea whenever she met him in the street. She had rounded the corner and vanished from view before Uncle Vernon's voice floated out of the window again. "'Dudder's out for tea?' "'At the Pelkisses,' said Aunt Petunia fondly. "'He's got so many little friends. He's so popular.' Harry suppressed a snort with difficulty. The Dursleys really were astonishingly stupid about their son, Dudley. They had swallowed all his dim-witted lies about having tea with a different member of his gang every night of the summer holidays. Harry knew perfectly well that Dudley had not been to tea anywhere. He and his gang spent every evening vandalising the play-park, smoking on street corners and throwing stones at passing cars and children. Harry had seen them at it during his evening walks around Little Whinging. He had spent most of the holidays wandering the streets, scavenging newspapers from bins along the way. The opening notes of the music that heralded the seven o'clock news reached Harry's ears, and his stomach turned over. Perhaps tonight after a month of waiting, would be the night. Record numbers of stranded holidaymakers fill airports as the Spanish baggage handler's strike reaches its second week. Give them a lifelong siesta, I would, snarled Uncle Vernon over the end of the newsreader's sentence. But no matter. Outside in the flower bed, Harry's stomach seemed to unclench. If anything had happened, it would surely have been the first item on the news. Death and destruction were more important than stranded holiday-makers. He let out a long, slow breath and stared up at the brilliant blue sky. Every day this summer had been the same. The tension, the expectation, the temporary relief, and then mounting tension again. And always, growing more insistent all the time, the question of why nothing had happened yet. He kept listening, just in case there was some small clue not recognised for what it really was by the muggles, an unexplained disappearance, perhaps, or some strange accident. But the baggage handler's strike was followed by news about the drought in the southeast. "'I hope he's listening next door,' bellowed Uncle Vernon. "'Him with his sprinklers on at three in the morning!' Then a helicopter that had almost crashed in a field in Surrey, then a famous actress's divorce from her famous husband. "'As if we are interested in their sordid affairs,' sniffed Aunt Petunia, who had followed the case obsessively in every magazine she could lay her bony hands on. Harry closed his eyes against the now blazing evening sky, as the newsreader said, "'And finally!' Bungie the Budgie has found a novel way of keeping cool this summer. Bungie, who lives at the Five Feathers in Barnsley, has learned to water ski. Mary Dawkins went to find out more. Harry opened his eyes. If they had reached water skiing budgery gars, there would be nothing else worth hearing. He rolled cautiously onto his front and raised himself onto his knees and elbows, preparing to crawl out from under the window. He had moved about two inches when several things happened in very quick succession. A loud, echoing crack broke the sleepy silence like a gunshot. A cat streaked out from under a parked car and flew out of sight. A shriek, a bellowed oath, 
and the sound of breaking china came from the Dursley's living room, and as though this was the signal Harry had been waiting for, he jumped to his feet, at the same time pulling from the waistband of his jeans a thin wooden wand as if he were unsheathing a sword. But before he could draw himself up to full height, the top of his head collided with the Dursley's open window. The resultant crash made Aunt Petunia scream even louder. Harry felt as though his head had been split in two. Eyes streaming, he swayed, trying to focus on the street to spot the source of the noise. But he had barely staggered upright when two large purple hands reached through the open window and closed tightly around his throat. Put it away, Uncle Vernon snarled into Harry's ear. Now, before anyone sees, get off me, Harry gasped. For a few seconds they struggled, Harry pulling at his uncle's sausage-like...